Hi, welcome to Scratching the Surface. I'm Jared Fuller, and this is my podcast about design criticism and practice. Today's episode is a conversation I recorded with the Dutch designers, the husband and wife duo of Rihanna Petter and Mark Mulder, back in October when the couple uh, was in Baltimore to lead a weekend workshop for Micah's graphic design department, of, uh, which I'm a part of. Although they're married, Rihanna and Mark operate two independent practices that are really interesting that include everything from design, research, writing, and teaching, and have worked on research projects about race and politics and a really interesting project about posters. And the workshop that they led for us focused on this type of research and what it means and how it can fit into a traditional design practice. I uh, personally got a lot out of the weekend working with them and found their way of thinking and working really interesting. So at the end of the workshop, I sat down with them for this conversation to learn about their background, how they think about their research, and the differences in design discourse between the Netherlands and the United States. I really enjoyed spending time with them, and I'm so excited to have had this time to talk to them for the podcast. So let's get right into it. Here's my conversation with Rihanna and Mark. I talked to both of you separately kind of throughout these last two days, but I, th- I thought it would actually be a good place to start for this with a little bit of your background and actually how you started in graphic design. Um, and, and then from there, we'll go into kind of this more, something I've been calling this expanded practice where it's design and research and teaching and all these other things that you do, but start kind of at the beginning and how you started with graphic design like before even before art school or uh, yeah or wherever like how did you when did you know you wanted to be a graphic designer mm, that's actually that's nice because i know when uh, i knew when i wanted to become a graphic designer when i first saw in the newspaper the new identity for the police in holland it was oh. made by studio dunbar yeah uh studio dunbar um, and I saw this picture of this new uh, police car, and I was so amazed by that picture that I thought, this is what I wanted to do. But I didn't know that it was graphic design. Right. Then I had a teacher in, uh, in high school, an art teacher, who actually was teaching a lot of art, but she also gave us a lot of assignments uh, to make posters and stuff. And then when I, that's when I thought that I, that I wanted to become a graphic designer or actually an advertiser. I didn't know the okay. like distinction of it. Um, so then I applied and I uh, to art school and I wasn't uh, admitted. And I went to another school, which in a way, uh, that, that's called communication and design, um, which actually combines uh, theory on communication, psychology, marketing, economics, social studies and design altogether. Oh, interesting. It's really like a, a, a broad stu- mm-hmm. study. I like that a lot. So I get a, got a lot of information about communication in general. Uh, but then I really wanted to focus on making stuff. So I right. applied after four years, I applied to art school and, uh, and then I was in, admitted. And um, yeah, we met each other also. 
in my second year. Um, and to, um, to fast forward a bit, we graduated and after that I started actually a bit by accident, I just started my own practice because I graduated, I didn't know what to do and I got uh, an assignment uh, from the academy to make their new brochure. And oh. then I just, all of a sudden I had an own practice. And yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. In a way, that's that's the start. It's really accidental. Interesting. What, was that similar uh, for you? Similar in a way that I also didn't knew what a graphic designer was when I was young. <laughs> I think ad advertisement was also um, the thing I was interested in. So I also started more yeah. in advertisement school. And... After that, I started working at a photographer a studio as an uh, assistant and did a lot of uh, uh, Photoshop um, projects. And then I was thinking, uh, I was 21, I think. I said, oh, I work for a boss now, but I want to be independent. Mm. I want to do my own things. And uh, so I said, let's go uh, applying for art school. So I was looking for the perfect art school. I ended up in Rotterdam, Willem de Kooning. And I started there at uh, 1989 and I uh, graduated in 2002. And in the end of 2002, we started doing uh, some teaching in, um, what's the name again? The introduction Introductionary course. Introductionary courses. Yeah. Okay. So people who are not in, uh, in art school yet, but want to, to do it. So we were teaching them. And after graduating, I uh, started working as a graphic designer on an on a, uh, attic course, I think, in Zondag. Yeah, on an attic. Attic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on a small attic with, Studio. Yeah. with six uh, other peoples. And we worked there in like terrible situations. <laughs> <laughs> with, <laughs> with a lot of dust. <laughs> a lot of dust. Yeah. My yeah. computer crashed because of the dust, I think. And after that, I started working uh, once once a week at the consultants agency just to get enough money to pay my rent. Yeah. And then I did it one year and I had enough uh, clients to start uh, doing it full time. So I was lucky. So do, do, do you have a practice together or, or no. your kind no. of design practices are separate? Yeah, we were very separate. Okay. <laughs> we did well, some, not we, just separate, we some, very separate. Yeah, yeah, very separate. <laughs> because because we we did some things together, and actually that worked out really well. Uh, we did some um, uh, identity, uh, yeah, for instance, an identity for a big call center. Um, that's more commercial work. Actually, it worked really well, but we are not very very good in collaborating because we are so <laughs> we, we really have different design approaches okay um, and so that's a lot of I think uh, battling which I don't really do with you it's <laughs> probably <laughs> smart <laughs> yeah it's um, even good because then we can react on each other's projects if, if we're in the house and somebody's stuck in a project you can right. share your troubles or your discussions with your clients yeah yeah uh, that's interesting do you so but both of you as you were graduating started teaching pretty much right away yeah mm -hmm. it sounds like yeah and what was that what was that like or 
I have kind of two-part question to this. When you were graduating, what were you thinking you kind of wanted to do after that? And then the second part is, as you're graduating and teaching, how did that kind of influence where you saw your practices going, if, if at all? Um, so that's kind of a big I think, yeah. question. I think but, it was yeah. never my ambition, ambition to be a teacher. But um, as I told you already, yeah. I was yeah. really interested in, in dialogues and what people think, of what they want to com communicate. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I think I love that dialogue mm -hmm. and helping them in their process. Um, so in that way, I'm more. I feel do more like a coaching. Type. Oh yeah. Um, a coach. A coach yeah. than a um, a teacher. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, it's it, it was. Um, I think really different because I, I really chose also to have this practice as a as a teacher, and I really noticed that uh, after a while, uh, by the way, um, that I really noticed that. Um, a lot of my work is about education in a way. Also, mm. if it's not in a teaching role, mm -hmm. I like to teach people things or educate people. Yeah. Like the, the uh, a lot of my work I really like is to share insights that I have with others. Right. Um, and then next to that, I think I am quite analytical, also as a designer. I'm, uh, I'm the one, a bit like you, right? yeah. <laughs> standing yeah. back, analyzing the, the, the whole situation, right. thinking about what is right or what is wrong, how it could be better, or how you can like, like um, ask a question that really flips everything. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's one of um, the, the aspects I have and I can really use as a teacher. Right, yeah. Um, so that's I, I think that that's why it uh, it fits me, um, it, it it fits me and it also fits in my practice as a as a graphic designer. Do you do you see your your teaching or your education practice having an influence or changing how you work as a designer, or has it has it made you think about your professional work differently by working with students by coaching mm -hmm. you know and having to kind of think about design that way um, I think the connection with what I like about teaching or coaching and what I like about my job as a graphic designer is that I see my clients also as, as a person who wants to communicate something so mm -hmm. uh, I really like it to work for smart companies or only independent person who has yeah, a company yeah. who wants to translate uh, their own imago or what they wanted to tell it's very very personal and if you can work with those people um, it's also about uh, translate what they say uh -huh. it's also about debriefing and that's right. what i really like about working with clients and translate it to a thing that they deserve or they need or you know um, so in a way I'm really um, not a helper but how do you how do you say it um, coach uh, me, me toegepast. 
how um, a flight? A service delay. Mm -hmm. um, provide you provide services. Oh right, yeah, right, right. In a way. Okay. I try to translate it, and the graphic mm -hmm. design is the tool I use. Right, I get it. Yeah. Sorry, I lost a big chunk of English. How how? Teaching you know, how teaching my practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's an interesting. It's a really interesting question. It, at this moment, it's really, it's really influ influencing, and really, there's no distinction anymore between. But oh. at the first moment, that's that's because I'm now in the in the process of, um, I don't know, changing my studio into much more of a research practice, mm -hmm. and also this this research is becoming more and more uh, crucial to my way of teaching. Right. So. Um, so now they're they're really um, they're really interconnected. Uh -huh. um, but before I think what uh, what was nice about teaching for me is that it learned a lot about the larger, often the larger theories that are uh, uh, or the larger discourse that is part of graphic design mm -hmm. or about you know how do you how do you design a process or how do you because you're you're teaching it so right. you're again right. on this on this more meta analytical level yeah so that, 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 yeah that that constant I think that analysis is constantly growing and growing right even, even uh -huh. beyond yeah. uh, the yeah. practice of making so I'm I'm more concerned right now in, in uh, on that level of how you do this and also I think that's the way. But that's how I um, ended up on that research uh, path. Yeah. Because that's, you know, I got more and more interested in how these things work. Right. So research about graphic design let's say, or about how design influences ourselves and we, uh, our way yeah. we look at things. And it's also a big inspiration, I think, to work with students. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially uh, how they look and also how, how they look at things, how new generations look at yeah. things, mm -hmm. how all these presumptions we we have and are taught to us are being contested by them. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you asked us, what is graphic design? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's I that, it's, it's interesting because I said I said that to one of you yesterday of you know, I kind of have this thought that kind of every generation of graphic designers needs to reconsider mm -hmm. what graphic design is mm -hmm. for their generation yes. and I imagine that working with students and you know people who are younger just starting they're kind of wide open mm -hmm. to what it is mm -hmm. or what it could be because mm -hmm. they just don't know mm -hmm. and I see that I could see how that could be like a huge inspiration on yeah. making you kind of think differently about it definitely yeah I wanted I wanted to ask you a little bit. You brought up research, and that was going to be one of my questions because I thought what I knew of both of you before you came here were your research projects, actually not your uh, I I don't know a better word, but traditional mm -hmm. design project, like the way we think about design. Mm -hmm. um, and and I was curious a little bit about how 
that part of, of your practice started? Like, 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 as I mentioned to you just before we started recording, I saw the poster project. Uh, that was the first thing that, that I had heard of you. And I mm -hmm. saw that first as a research project and then kind of second as a design project. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I'm, I have two questions. One is how that kind of way of thinking about design and, and that kind of meta level where that came from or if that's kind of always been there and then two I really like how you approach both of you approach the research as if it were still design mm -hmm. like it's still a very making things process and if that's just because you're designers and that's what you know yeah I already explained that we started um, before the, the title poster number five and it's yeah. 24 was there we did more um, a matrix yeah technical idea R right. and, and how, how a really a research thing mm -hmm. um, a research tool the matrix you know right then we have re then we are doing research but the outcome was data and not um, not a design or not a solution or not vis visual mm -hmm. and so I think uh, the poster project the poster research was not only um, research on posters but it was also research on research because we didn't oh. know where to start uh -huh. and. Mm -hmm. And the Rietveld Academy, uh, it was yeah. labs, gave us the opportunity to do research. And we wanted to research the poster, but where to start? There are no rules. What is mm -hmm. uh, design research? What is artistic research? You know, all right. the terms. And we went to Gothenburg and there was a symposium about uh, artistic research. And every, everybody was doing totally different things, but it was all be because they were artists and musicians, right. artists, graphic designers. And they wanted to explore their own um, uh, their own Bergfried um, field of expertise. Field of expertise. So uh, they wanted yeah. to research music, wanted to research design. Right, right. And huh. yeah, so uh, they did it with their own tools. And I think when we re realized the matrix part wasn't our tool yeah. um, so that's why it didn't work so uh -huh. let's take our own tools and that's visual material so let's research the poster mm -hmm. as material so that's why we made a, a corpse a yeah. research corpse a research um, a yeah. collection so that was for us the poster which we could research and research it on image by cutting it by Dissecting it on its elements like typography, image, color, um, yeah. So, so that felt really natural. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because sometimes you try to research, but I'm a designer doing research, you know, right. and I'm not right. a researcher doing research. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's a very interesting and important thing because. Um, we now often use this word as a design research or a visual research or artistic research. And actually, I, I'm not that happy with the term. Okay. Because it suggests, like, we, we want to be scientists. 
And so it also uh, has this hierarchy yeah. of, mm-hmm. you know, we want to be scientists. Yeah. But science is something completely different. Right. Because science is looking for uh, actual facts, perhaps truths. Yeah. Perhaps like the outcome is eight. Right. And um, so there's no, um, the, it's all in a way rational. Um, and what we do is very, uh, um, it's got to do with so much other things. Um, but what I like, so I don't like the term because it suggests that we are now in a way are scientists, but yeah. I like Or it. something else, like you're not designers anymore, yeah, you're exactly. a researcher. Exactly. Yeah. So, and also we should do like researchers. Yeah. Like we should act like researchers. <laughs> right. Um, and I think we, we should act like who we are we are designers yeah, and yeah. We also i love that and we care about our business and we care about graphic <laughs> yeah. design and so right. we I want to that. evolve that part you know yeah and i think we should cherish all the things that we have as as artists or something related to art mm-hmm. which is intuition which is this artistry which we don't really know what it yeah. is but you you know yeah there's, yeah. A, there's this intuition and emotion and the visual realm um um, the image that is far more better than the word in, in, on some levels. And we, I think we should use that and cherish that and also put this into um, into our profile. Right. Like this is why design research is so 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 much an addition to the uh, traditional research. Yeah. And especially if it's added to social, uh, social, uh, social research mm-hmm. or anthropological research. Uh, that it becomes really, uh, I think, really interesting. Um, and I think also we should, um, I'm right now, by the way, in the process of this, because I was asked to make an article out of my research. Okay. And I'm really struggling with this. Because an, art, art, uh, an article is text-based. And it's, right. Uh, it's an academic article, which is mm-hmm. not really my, my, my field. Yeah. So that's new. But also, you know, writing... I can write a, a piece, and I can also can write it uh, in English. That's, but I am always um, uncomfortable with writing because I can't really voice exactly what I mean, and I can do that with design. Mm-hmm. So um, I think also that's why we should use design yeah. to yeah. Um, to publish about our. About our research, and we should use design on, on all these levels. Right. You know, as for instance, if you're doing an interview uh, or you want to do an interview, I think you should design an interview. Yeah. And not design the questions only, but also design situation and design yeah. the the form and, and right. The, uh, right. And the objects and that's that's and that's so much uh, um, that's that's just so um, fascinating contribution to the existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stick to your talents also. Yeah, that's something I, I love the way that you phrase that because that's something that I've been thinking about a lot because this whole project is kind of about my interest in design criticism yeah. and how we talk about design. And I'm a designer first, but I, I kind of want to be a critic or I'm trying to be a critic also. And this feeds into a bunch of things that we've already been talking about, but I've been wondering, is there a way to critique design through design instead of writing a text, you know, about 
about a piece? Or are there other ways to look at design and talk about design through design versus these other mediums through a lecture or an interview or an essay? Can, can you do it through design? And I don't know. I think the answer, yeah. I think you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something I've been thinking about a lot is how, how can also, you do that? It depends on your talent. Again, because yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think um, the dialogue I already told you yeah. is a very important thing for me. I can think better. Mm-hmm. I can, uh, yeah. There's a, a chemical thing going on, you know. It becomes yeah. better and better. Um, so for me, it would be sit down with a group of people and talk about a, de- a design or designs or. You know, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. Then something's going on also. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can say your reaction on design could also be designed to design something better. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, so yeah, just stick to what you're good at. And yeah. Don't be try to be something that you think you should be or do. Yeah. 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 No, I totally agree, and I think that yeah, you should you should also know who you are as a person and what what your talents are as a person and you know if you want to write a text go and write a text the text is also designed right yeah so but if you if you are good at it or or you feel comfortable in that structure then i think you should use it but and on the other hand there is so much uh i think open field in that uh in using design to to write about the research, mm-hmm. or, and in write, I mean yeah. in, uh, in every way. Uh, you can also, of course, you know, uh, uh, visually write, or right. I don't know, like a, a collections of things. Or yeah, yeah. That's, uh, and I think that that's, I think there's there's also um, a large field that is that can be explored, and um, a lot of academics have a lot of problems with that because. You know, you, you, you know, yeah. you did that yeah. academic texts have so mm-hmm. many rules, they have, they have footnotes and sources, right. blah, 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 this and this. But you can also do this in design. Yeah. And I think it would be, a, uh, it would lead to a far more accessible and readable uh, piece of information. Yeah. Yeah. So that's almost, that's, I think, the most beautiful thing about it. Right. Right. And that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of we were talking about this yesterday also of this mm-hmm. kind of um at least in in the United States there's a certain uh like anti-intellectualism when it comes to design sometimes and it's very designer serves a client and you do that and you make money and often the kind of the thinking and the theory gets lost or gets um forgotten or not as much time is spent on that and so for me, who's someone who is really interested in that part of it and wants to kind of show other people that that can be interesting too, is something I think about is, is writing a text, does that get it to the people mm-hmm. who would already not want to read that? Exactly. Um, but, you know, using another format or something, yeah. having a conversation like this yeah. is a different way to consume that kind of information, which I think is interesting. Um, and I wanted to I wanted to talk to you a little bit just about the culture that you work in, and it's 
it's very easy for me as an American to look at European design as smarter, more theoretical, <laughs> uh, more interesting. Um, you know, we were talking yesterday, like your work already, but Metahaven, experimental jet set, there's this like rich theory in it. And I, I just kind of like want to ask you, is that, am I romanticizing that? Am I making that kind of, is that an accurate description or is that kind of just the best of the best is what kind of comes over here or, or like what how do you what is design culture like oh well uh, I'm well um, wow that's a good question <laughs> because I'm a bit um, uh, how do you say it? ambiguous about it um, because in a way Meta Haven for instance I love Meta Beautiful. Beautiful. He was our teacher. I, he- I, he- I heard that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I love how they use design and, uh, and design research. Mm-hmm. And, um, but on the other hand, if, I'm, if I look at what the profession is or should be, I don't think they're graphic designers. No, or, but that's, uh, that's, yeah. that's strange because you, you, you agreed with <laughs> yeah. me when I said you, you, have, you have to do what you have to do. You use your talents and he's a really good critic. He's a really uh, good writer, and uh, uh, I think he yeah, com- yeah. combines yeah. it. So he's really good at what he's doing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. When he wants to call it graphic design, because he's working with uh, identities, visualizations, uh, uh, then I think, yeah. Right. Why, why <laughs> should you exclude it from graphic design? No, well, that's what I wanted to say. Okay. Before you interrupt. Okay. No, I like I like having like an argument on, on the microphone. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the new debate. Yeah. And then you have to come live with us. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, because they live in in this sort of. Um, They live in, in well you can, of course you can call it graphic design but maybe on a on a very basic level I miss the client in it. Yeah. The role of the client mm-hmm. and the condition in it. Um, so again this is not uh, I love their work and I think it's really about or maybe the next step in graphic design but if you uh, you're talking about this realm of graphic design in America. Yeah. Where it's so connected to um, clients who wants who want to sell stuff yeah. uh-huh. and need a graphic designer to communicate what they want to sell. Right. Or they have information they want to share, and they use the graphic designer to share that information. Yeah, it's interesting too because I watched just maybe two weeks ago or so. I watched an old talk of a lecture of Daniel Vandervelden and. Maureen Moran, um, when they were working together, and what I thought was interesting was he was talking about a lot of the same theories that he kind of does as Metahaven, mm-hmm. but there were clients involved. Yeah, and I I thought it was interesting that it was the same. He was still pursuing these same ideas, but in Metahaven, that client is gone, and I don't know. I don't have an opinion on that. I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what to. I just 
that's something I've been yeah. thinking about also, which yeah. I'm fascinated by. I want to talk well, to Well, that's too. actually because they, had, they, they, they put themselves always in the position that they're, in a way, very uh, autonomous. Mm -hmm. They're really, they're at least autonomous graphic designers. Yeah. In a way, which is a strange, well, um, which is a strange um, yeah. word, I think. Because they always, uh, they had this this client, but they also, they in a way, did what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And they, they they sell it also very yeah. good yeah. to yeah. the That's clients. That's what they were asked for also. Yeah, and, they, yeah. Yeah, they, they, and, uh, and I think... Festival right, festival. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. And all the, I think all the, all the good Dutch designers right now that you see, that yeah. said, uh, uh, Meda Haven, Neverson van Dursen, oh, yeah. uh, 75B, uh, Tonic, mm -hmm. they in a way uh, have gained a sort of um, autonomous position. They're in a way right. they, they get a client, but they also in a way do what they want. Yeah. Mm, that's, that's or, or they have a kind of status that the client thinks is interesting mm -hmm. and they want yeah. their design to be designed by those people. Right. Actually, so like uh, yeah. like heroes like yeah. pop stars mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah. and that's pop stars. Yeah. yeah and that's I think a, a problem in itself because uh -huh. they are actually uh, it's actually not about the graphic designers but it's about the um, uh, the culture of commissioning you could right say. the culture of the yeah. client that the client asks not somebody to make great design but he asks actually a designer who is a great designer oh, so he right. uh, Get it? Yeah, yeah. For instance, in, in Rotterdam, um, in the recent years, like before the, we had a great, um, um, a lot of culture institutes had a very diverse uh, set of designers, which, which made a really diverse and interesting mm -hmm. culture of, of cultural design, mm -hmm. cultural graphic design. Now, um, culture is really under pressure. There's a lot of money uh, 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 cuts. Um, all these cultural institutes are asked to really uh, profile themselves and yeah. brand themselves mm -hmm. and they actually they think also that graphic design is a way to brand but actually the graphic designer is a, is a way to brand themselves yeah so they that's interesting and no but it's, yeah it's really interesting and scary yeah <laughs> because now every middle big to big cultural institute in Rotterdam uses 75B, which is a, hmm. a, a Rotterdam-based uh, design agency. Right. And I'm a really big fan of 75B, <laughs> so I think they make great works, but if I if I see the... Uh, well, you the, missed the diversity. Yeah, the graphic landscape. Right. Yeah. I only see, I, I see yeah. repetitions of it all, and I don't see these young people having these chances to, you know, work in a cultural field. Yeah. Right. Um, that's huh. and I think that's that has to do with um, the changed uh, culture of clients. I mm -hmm. think yeah, because the culture of clients also um, struggling with money. The, the, uh, the, the cultural institutes. Yeah. I think in two thousand twelve, a lot of uh, uh, money was cut off from their budget mm -hmm. from the state because that was uh, two thousand eight already. Yeah, 2008 was the last the time crisis. four years oh, oh, were yeah. spent. So yeah. companies uh, got like for four years or festivals for four years money from the state doing it. In 2012, mm -hmm. a lot of um, companies 
just stopped, I think, or festivals. And, yeah. and uh, well, you don't have that yeah. much cultural right. institutes. The graphic designer don't have yeah. that much work. And the, the history of Dutch graphic design uh, uh, was is catalyzed or funded by, uh, by in a way, the, the government. You know, because uh, we have this these large cultural institutes, and they have a lot of funds to to create an experiment, mm -hmm. a more experimental environment. But also, we had, of course, the 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 PTT, the the, the mail. Um, oh yeah. And, and the Dutch Railway, um, who were used to be uh, national um, corporations, mm -hmm. and they so they they got money but they also got a, a more institutional program to use graphic design uh, to identify them with right you even got like the the mail uh, 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 used to have a um, something called I think the aesthetical commission oh wow um, yeah it was run with uh, by Oj Oxenai who was quite a, quite a famous familiar, uh, yeah. a graphic designer and he was a graphic designer but afterwards he became director of this uh, commission of uh, aesthetic commission of the PTT, and he kind of he was kind of scouting all these new graphic designers and asked them to make stamps and make booklets, oh, yeah. and, you know. So yeah. there was already this institutionalized culture of uh, uh -huh. know, uh, 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 nurturing graphic design yeah. to become this thing. Right. That's not anymore. That's no. No. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's another thing I think happening as a reaction to this is that a lot of like new graphic designers um, also they, they are defining a new Dutch graphic design, but it's really it's now really bottom up. They just start on their own projects with oh. little to no money mm -hmm. um, and they just start like these, these little, um, pop-up stores or little um, organizations having two jobs uh, yeah having having oh, yeah, yeah having a yeah. teaching job and a, and a, a, like an autonomous artist job like uh, for instance this hackers and designers uh, thing which is yeah uh, amazing um, um, they just do, do this these really small things and gatherings and they you know uh, yeah and it's it's just um, from there and also you know thinking about um, doing things for fun and for nothing mm -hmm. as opposed to um, doing really commissioned work or teaching as a way to get right. money right so that's that's I think really positive and really exciting yeah what's happening here. yeah I have just a couple more questions just yeah. to wrap it <laughs> yeah. up uh, this has been so interesting so if I, I could ask like so many more questions um, the name the name of this podcast I'm calling Scratching the Surface, uh -huh. and the, the idea behind that is that I feel like so much of conversation around design is very mm -hmm. surface level. It's kind of talking about, you know, the colors or the kerning or, mm -hmm. you know, the choice of typeface, and I think that that conversation is important and should be had, but I think that my opinion is that graphic design gets interesting when you talk about the stuff that's kind of below that surface mm -hmm. and the, where it starts to connect with culture and these different things. And I'm, I'm wondering in your own work how you think about 
do those things kind of play a role in your design process? Are you thinking about the culture that you're designing in and the history and kind of design theory and kind of all of those things, or like even your research when you're designing for a client, how do those things start to filter into that kind of work? Now, in a way, in every um, assignment, there will be a part of research. Yeah. A certain level of research in material, research in the subject, or research in, I don't know what, um, but... Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's a, that's a totally different part of research, of course. Yeah, yeah. I realize. I realize that's like a hard kind of yeah. deep question yeah. in and of itself. No, I'm. I'm. I'm not thinking about a project that I'm doing and something that I really want to do. So the thing I really want to do is make a more educational uh, book uh, for. Children in high school, no, not in high school, in elementary school. Okay. To uh, learn them a little bit more about visual culture and the meaning of images, because yeah. they have like math, they have um, what do you call it, language, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. writing, reading, writing, reading, yeah. but not about image or how icons work or yeah, uh, what could you could you tell about an image or something, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. analyzing it. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so that's a great idea. I'm. Now I want to get into that. Yeah. I also need uh, to take care of my children. I, I want to earn money. I have to earn money. Right. And I want to do a project like this. And so That's there's a always idea. a struggle in time, energy, and money. Yeah. And so and right. I'm, I'm now doing also a project. Uh, I'm making a magazine which comes out twice a year for a retail um, oh, okay. company. They're making displays. And, and they spread it around the world, the magazine. It's more an inspiration magazine. And then we're constantly um, thinking about what is inspiration. Right. And how can we inspire and how can we uh, give the, the magazine uh, a higher level in, in graphic design, yeah. in its form, in its material. So on different layers, I'm doing research, like in materials, uh -huh. in, in how the brain of children work. Uh, right. how images in, in public and daily life work and where the images appear or icons yeah or that's fascinating um so yeah i think it's i think it's it's my personal um perch or something that you need i what i need to do yeah Sometimes you need to do this, and then you need to do this. So it's not clear in my situation. Yeah. And I'm a far more reflective person than more, for example, is I'm reflecting on things, and I'm good at it, I think. And I'm not the person who really uh, gets into a theory or in a... Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's the truth. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> if I think something's interesting, I dive in it. Right. It's true. Right. Because it's it's on my path. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. And it's now what on what, what's now my path is the educational thing for mm -hmm. elementary school, um, dialogues, um, uh, collaborations. Yeah. Yeah. If I recapture your question, I think it's also maybe if I put it into my own words. Yeah. I think maybe the whole question and the whole I think 
the um, uh, confusion we're in is that um, graphic design, of course we think that graphic design is more than type or color and shapes right. and yeah. stuff, but because we are not, um, we're not looking at graphic design right there. Okay. Because graphic, graphic design is not a goal in itself. It's a yeah. tool to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. As you saw in our workshop, we constantly say, okay, it's, you know, I want to uh, wanna uh, reach this and this and this. This is my goal. Right. Uh, and how am I doing it? It's through graphic design. So graphic design is not a goal in itself. Well, I love that. Uh, except for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a goal, you know, to talk about graphic design and right. to rethink graphic design. Um, but... Uh, you know, in the in the normal use of graphic design, it's not a it's not the goal in itself. Right. It's not the goal in itself is not to make a beautiful poster. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe that's our goal as as design, but that's also the goal a uh, butcher has to make uh -huh. a, the best uh, uh, meatloaf. Right. Or, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, or the bakery wants to make the best bread. Yeah. Um, but. Um, just like bread is a, a goal to get, you know, to feed yourself. I think uh, graphic design is a goal to communicate with. Yeah. Um, and I think what's the biggest problem there, if you if you say, okay, but the discourse is only about these more formal levels, mm -hmm. except we're not having a discourse about um, what the purpose of graphic design and why, why right, should we right. even graphic design mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and I think that's the whole thing, because there is a purpose, and there is a beautiful purpose and an important purpose. Um, and that's really shifting, and that's really interesting also in this uh, uh, age of social media and the democratization of, of uh, uh, media, media tools, mm -hmm, and... Mm -hmm. uh, um, we have a, a new um, we have a new role because the, the traditional role is actually taken by customers or by sorry by uh, by citizens. Right. Everybody can Photoshop a flyer or can even right. make a post. Yes. And we can argue that it's if it's beautiful or not, but that's that's actually not the point. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, if you want to announce your party, you can make a flyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's it will do its job, so it's a, it's a bit the same. Maybe it's, it's hmm. well, maybe it's it's maybe <laughs> it's similar to uh, uh, when photography was introduced. So also artists had to redefine who they are, right? Um, which of course turned out to in this uh, you know this more uh, fine art. Yeah, uh, autonomous practice. That's a great uh, analogy. So, and we're actually, I think that's not what we're doing, and that's why we need this, this strong discourse. Yeah. And actually, it's I think it's a very, uh, on a basic level, very good question for for uh, people. So, um, why should I go to this big design agency that charged me a uh, hundred dollars or two hundred dollars an hour? Uh, for a logo, right? Uh, when I can also ask somebody, you know, my my, my neighbor who has yeah. Photoshop for yeah. a logo, there is a difference. 
we all know it. Yeah. We all, but but if we are on, if we stay on the level of type and uh, shape and color, then we're not discussing what it's all about. We will all die. <laughs> yeah, I was just I was I was just getting ready yeah. to say like that is a perfect way to yeah. end this, and then you and then you go and talk about death, and now it's like a a sad a sad ending. But I actually I think black humor. Yeah, I, I think I think you're exactly right, and I do I I think that that was really interesting, and 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 actually is like a really good way to just wrap it up. And I want to thank you for the time to talk. I thought this was. Perfect. I loved it. So thank you. Thank you for talking. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. And we're really interested in the outcome eventually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. Send also, to be you. part of your podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's that's an honor. I hope so. Yeah, no, I hope it really is. I hope it is. This episode was recorded on October 9th, 2016 in Baltimore, Maryland. Our theme music is by Andy Borgasani. We're on Twitter at Surface Podcast. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud and at scratchingthesurface.fm. Thanks for listening. <laughs>